Welcome back to the Money and Mindset podcast. Now, first of all, before I get going, I really, really hope that everyone is staying safe, staying well. This weather is really friggin' insane, and I have like massive anxiety over storms. <laughs> like, I hate thunder, I hate lightning, I hate really strong winds. It just gives me so much stress. So, you know, I think this is a perfect time to actually practice gratitude, like, gratitude is one of the cheat codes to life and you know be grateful that you have a roof over your head that you have food in your homes because i could not even imagine what it's like being in a very uh toxic or unhealthy household or not even being able to have a household so i really hope you guys are staying well and i know i say this every single time but i'm gonna say it again (laughs) this is my favorite podcast episode that I'm about to talk about today and the reason why is I'm given so much value like <clears throat> pretty much everything I talk about well everything I talk about in this episode is pretty much everything I have learned in my spiritual journey along the way obviously it's not 100% because there is not enough time for that but this is some deep shit so if you're really into um, spirituality or if you're just interested in how I talk about spirituality and money or spirituality and business then I really want you to take notes with this and even if maybe you're listening and you're you still maybe question about me or you question spirituality I really hope that you have an open mind and you listen to this because this isn't just my opinions a lot of what I'm talking about the vast majority is facts it's scientifically proven um it's been studied from the behaviors and the mindsets of millionaires it's psychology um and ultimately this is this is almost like the blueprint of what I've used to come away from being in debt being miserable I'm having a very bad mental state and you know, completely changing my mindset. So this is honestly key. I'm going to be talking about the success is a spiritual game. Now, I see life as a game anyway, but I didn't realize it was a spiritual game. And a lot of people, I think they separate spirituality into something woo-woo, you know, where only like hippies in the forest kind of practice and know like spirituality is life. You are spiritual whether you have a practice of it or not. And I realised after studying the wealthy, they understand spirituality. They understand how the universe works and they've put that into practice with their business and that's how their business has taken off. So I'm so excited to share this with you. We're going to go straight in. So, you know, like I said, the reason why I'm so excited to share this with you today is this set me free. So I really, really hope this sets you you free as well. So I'm going to start with the schooling system, right? I could literally talk about this topic for hours and I'm not going to because there is not enough time and I don't think, well, to be fair, a couple of you may still be listening till the end, but no, I'm not going to go fully into it. But what is interesting is that this all starts with the schooling system, okay? The schooling system educates you on the exact opposite of what it takes to be successful in life. 
And for this instance, when I talk about success, I'm talking about millionaires. I know there are many types of success, but this is the specific type that I'm talking about today. So, you know, we're actually taught and conditioned how to be a good employee who, who, you know, tells us to sit down, shut up and do as they're told. We all know financial freedom cannot come from just a nine to five. You know, we're taught to blend in. We're taught to do it on our own, to dim our light and play safe. Even though the system knows that in order to be successful in, I don't know, entrepreneurship and, you know, financial wise, then you actually have to do the opposite. And that's not an accident. It's not an accident that it's this way. You know, sales and investments are the top most profitable skill sets in the world. And they have been for a long time. So why are we not taught this in school? You know, for example, you take you take a look at all of the successful people in the world. None of them played small. They all took risks. You know, and a lot of them are college dropouts. They all work in teams. And, you know, they all embrace their individuality. Can I get my words out? Individuality. <laughs> They've done things differently. They're not different from anyone else. They just went against the system and they stopped following the crowd. And that is the first key to success. So what we do in life is basically based on how we communicate with ourselves. And every major successful business owner knows that in order to be successful... You have to let go of the old version of you and everything that comes with it to step into the new you. Now, this is something crucial. I didn't know at the start of my entrepreneurial journey, but I know now. And I definitely know this now. Bloody hell. Ain't this the shit? This is true. Every single person who has a successful business, they personal develop on a huge scale. They're constantly learning. They're constantly growing. They're constantly solving problems, not just for themselves, but for others. And this is one of the biggest, most crucial points that there actually are. And, you know, they know that, um, you know, purposefully staying safe, not taking risks and only saving money is based off of fear. And a lot of the time, fear is literally the lowest vibrational frequency that you can run off. And for those that don't understand what I've just said <laughs> with vibrational frequencies, um, in life, basically, everything is energy, vibrates and has its own frequency. And what's actually funny about this, you know, I, I can laugh about it now. I, I didn't laugh about it before. Um, is that when I first found this out, when I first learned about it, you know, I was so new to learning about all of this stuff that the people who I told actually laughed at me. And they basically um, basically made out that I was just chatting pure shit. <laughs> but like it's funny to me now because this is actually scientifically proven it's a fact and understanding how this works is literally a cheat code to life and I'm already proving that you know with what happens when you play the game of life I'm already on my way you know a lot of people think spirituality and science are enemies and what they don't realize is a hell of a lot of spirituality is actually backed by science and of course you know there are there are you know sections that aren't that's you know, just like anything, science is catching up to what already is. Science is a huge industry. You know, there are like scientists out there on a journey to, I don't know, prove the Bible is real. And then there are other scientists out there that are trying to prove it's not. Like, you know, it's, it's such a big industry that there are so many different types of scientists out there. 
So if you're new to spirituality, please don't shun science straight away. I did at the start. It's very normal to do that, but you know, they're learning more and more and there are so many scientists on our side. So this is why if you want to be successful, what's massively going to help you is to get comfy being uncomfy. Take the risks, eat clean, meditate, be a service of others, think differently, do differently, personal develop, learn how the universe works and hang around the right people. By doing this, you will raise your vibrational frequency. And what will happen after that is you will attract a lot more positive things into your life. You know, and a lot of people won't do this because it's unfamiliar territory. Becoming successful is a journey and that journey is uncomfortable. It's not a comfortable position, trust me. You know, you can't be the same person you were. You can't be the person you already are in this current moment. You have to step into your future self, into your higher self. It's the person that already lies within you. It's not this random person that you create. It's already within you. But the reason why most people won't become who they want, who they're destined to be, is because they're too attached to who they were. And for example, if something, you know, I don't know, annoying happens, like say your car breaks down or it's pissing it down outside and you've got to walk to work or something and then they validate it by, you know, saying things to themselves like, oh, of course this would happen to me. Oh, how typical is that? And then, you know, they'll say that to out loud to like-minded others and they'll only validate it further. You have to break your current cycle. And to have different, you need to do different because if nothing changes, nothing changes. Excuse me. And it's a lot more comfortable to stay in the same place because it's comfortable, right? It doesn't threaten your identity that we as a society are so attached to, so unhealthily attached to. You know, we'd rather stick with our own miseries than dig deep into the unknown territory of uncertainty. One of the reasons why new entrepreneurs fail, and I've, since I started, I've seen a lot of people fail. And when I say fail, I mean, you know, we, I've spoken about this in other podcast episodes, failure is good, but the only time failure is bad is when you quit. And I've seen so many new um, entrepreneurs fail like this. And it's because of spiritual bypassing. They attempt the journey by being who they were and who they currently believe they are. And they're not adapting to change. They stick with the same thought process, but also try and manifest a new life. And that won't happen without doing your shadow work or in simpler terms, you know, personal development. Your past doesn't have to define your future. And let me give you some major advice. Like those desires you have in life, God is talking to you. The universe is talking to you. Your higher self is talking to you. And ask yourself, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder? What would you do if everything was stripped away and there was only you on this planet? How would your life look? How would you live? What would you do? I actually did this in meditation one time and I kind of scared myself with um, how different my life looked before I started this journey. And that was when I realised something really had to change. And it was scary. Don't get me wrong, it was scary. But what I love about the platform I'm with is that you're not alone. Like, people get you. They get it. And they're helping you every step of the way. You are not alone. And like I said, let me tell you, it's not just hippies in the forest that meditate and practice spirituality. Like, that's just another false stigma in society. There seems to be 
seem to be coming across so many right now, more than usual. You know, you tell yourself you're too busy to meditate. Right there, you're in victim mentality. Taking accountability is what will massively benefit you. You make the time. You'd be surprised what type of people actually use mindfulness and meditation for a number of reasons as well. Like big business owners, lawyers, teachers, etc. And I personally have had some crazy spiritual experiences with meditation. Like, oh my God, insane. And not only does it strengthen my connection to myself, but it also helps me think more clearly and overall helps me in business. If you actually jotted, you know, I want to challenge you. If you jotted down minute by minute how you spend your day, you'd probably realise you have more than 10 minutes a day to meditate at least once. Uh, let's be real those 10 minutes you're scrolling on tiktok or whatever you could be meditating like einstein once said as well swim around in silence and the answers will come why because google doesn't have the answer to everything sometimes the wrong answers google has you are a spiritual being having a temporary human experience you are high intelligence And when you think too much, you actually block messages from your intuition, from your higher intelligence. So when the mind is quiet, the soul speaks, and that's how you know what is right and wrong, what move to take next. This is your intuition. This is why it's so important. And now I don't really have many fears about what decision to make because I go with my intuition. Your intuition is never wrong. It's high intelligence. That's why I don't worry if I'm making the wrong decision because if my intuition is telling me it's right, then it's right but it's very hard to connect to it when you think too much and you identify too much with your mind and another thing that is super interesting in understanding success is just a spiritual game is that there is spiritual psychology around money and I actually found this out and it just gave me this like light bulb moment and it completely set my mindset free Your belief around money is down to something called money scripts. This is what they call it. And this is one of the biggest blockages of achieving success. And I feel this on a hard, hard level. So again, with personal development, you have to heal your relationship with money. I had a very bad relationship with money. I used to believe that money was bad. It was for only the greedy. Rich people were really bad. Money just does bad things to people. So in order for me to attract more financial abundance, I had to heal my relationship with it. And now I see money can be beautiful. You know, when you want it with good intentions and not need it, it doesn't define you. When you use it to benefit others as well as yourself. And when you know how to manage it properly, keyword, manage properly which is one of the reasons why i'm actually with one of the platforms that i'm with now you know if you aren't in any um further information on that just head over to my instagram and we can happily chat about that um so money scripts are basically your unconscious beliefs around money which is often rooted in childhood like most things and it affects your adult behavior and perspectives so these tends to be like kind of there's like four parts to them so there's money avoidance money worship money status and money vigilance okay so money avoidance is basically kind of what it sounds like it's you know you think money is bad or you don't think you're worthy of it and so you just kind of you detach yourself from anything to do with money money worship is when you think that money is the sole key to happiness 
and that's an unhealthy attachment. You don't want to be that either. Money status. So that's basically when someone sees their worth, their self-worth, and their net worth as a correlation. You know, your net worth is not your self-worth. They are two completely different parts. And then there's money vigilance. And that's basically people who are just so conscious about spending and about saving that they have so much anxiety around money. So you don't really want to be any of these. Like, you are worthy. You are worth, like, your worth is not dependent on your bank account. Money can buy many amazing experiences. It can buy freedom, you know, in the physical life so you can go and, and travel and experience new experiences. But it's not solely for happiness. And being too overconscious about money is actually fear. And especially, you know, having fear around money, it's just going to block your financial abundance. Because this runs off a very low vibrational frequency. Fear is the lowest vibrational frequency. Now, if I had listened to this before, that like before the place I'm in now, I would have been like, oh my God, this sounds exhausting. Like, But that was because I was in a bad headspace. I wasn't inspired. I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't happy. And so when you're in that place, you just go inwards and you just survive each day. And that's no way to live. You know, it's insane how much my perspective of life has shifted in such a short space of time. And that's why I'm just so inspired to help others achieve the same. You know, you're not stuck. You're just not taught how to live a successful and fulfilling life. Like Tony Robbins says, he is my king. You know, he says um, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. Like, did I know what, like, what I do now? Well, like, did I think it would bring me fulfillment? No, I just didn't overthink it, which is something I work on every single day because, honestly, I am usually a chronic overthinker. But I know that that doesn't get me anywhere. Anywhere good, anyway, so I have to really watch myself. And I just went with what I felt was right. Again, intuition, I went with the flow. When we think too much, that is another blockage for so many blessings that are literally waiting in the future to come in into your life but they won't come if you have one of these many blockages that is just seen to be a normal part of life and it's not what holds us back you know <clears throat> is none other than bias education and belief a belief that the rich have all inherited their wealth and that you know and they're all bad people and that money is bad and you never want too much of it and that money means that you're greedy and all you care about is money, 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 blah, 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 blah. And again, this is something, you know, you need to fix in order to attract financial abundance. Like, you can't attract it if you've got a mindset like this. Your belief systems play a huge part in what you manifest in your life. And by having beliefs like this, you know, we automatically separate ourselves from them. I see it over and over again by people close to me as well. You know, with the belief of, I'll never get there. And, you know, oh, like, that's how the other half live. And again, you know, we surround ourselves with like-minded people which validate our beliefs further because they think the same. This is why, you know, who you spend most of your time with is so important because energy is contagious. If you want more out of life, start hanging around people who think differently, who do different, who are inspired, who are disciplined, passionate. The wealthy knows this. That's why they hang around people, you know, who are mostly in their life, who are good for their future, who are good for their business, who are good for their personal development, for their happiness, 
you know, their overall quality of life. So many big business owners have a spiritual practice in one way or another. It's like the secret that's been left out of schools that they just don't want us to know about. Our perceived knowledge of who we think we are limits our understanding of our own true potential. And you know, like, and I was actually astounded by this stat when I'd seen it. So the fact that, you know, 88% of millionaires across the world today are self-made. They didn't inherit it. It wasn't given to them on a silver plate. The millionaires that I, I associate my time and focus on and have studied <clears throat> are those who have done unbelievable things for society. Unbelievable things. Each and every one of them have come from nothing. They've come from war zones. They've come from abuse from many different types of forms. They've come from poverty. And they've done extraordinary things for people. Money is energy. And it doesn't change you, it enhances you. If you're a bad person poor, then you'll most likely be a bad person rich. Money is just a tool. That's all it is. And yet we're conditioned to separate ourselves from them as children, from the wealthy, and brainwashed by the media into believing that all rich people do bad things. The reason why money is just energy is because of something called the universal law of giving. The universe operates through like dynamic exchange. Giving and receiving are different aspects of the flow of energy in the universe. So the more you give, the more you receive. And that's not just with money, that's with everything else in life. This is just how, it op this is how money operates as well. The easiest way to get what you want is by helping others get what they want. This is key. If you want material affluence, then help others get material affluence. The key behind this is your intentions. You must have pure intentions as, you know, anyone who starts a business, for example, network marketing like I do, like you will not go far if your sole intention is just to become rich and that's it. You will, you will, you will fail very, very quickly. The source of all wealth is the field of pure potentiality. And, you know, this is similar to the universal law of cause and effect. In other words, karma. And karma is not just bad, it's good as well. What goes around comes around. You know, what you manifest in your life is also what's in your mental reach. Like, you can do it too. It's just a shift in mindset and perspective and understanding how the universe works. And you see what you manifest in life is actually from our energetic coding and our subconscious mind as well. You know, there's this whole commercial bullshit of way of manifesting that doesn't bring people results. And then people are like, oh, it's bullshit. Oh, you wonder why? Because <laughs> they've not been, you know, taught correctly. Unfortunately, again, this is the problem. So energetic coding, how it works, basically, our coding is run by little tiny neuropeptides. And, you know, they're controlled by our emotions. That's why it's so important to understand that thoughts and emotions aren't facts. Emotion and anxiety are just basically feedback from past experiences. They don't actually tell you what's right or wrong. So when you identify with your mind too much, you end up blocking paths to success this way as well. You know, the way to get rid of this is to lean into your intuition, like I've mentioned before. Now, if this is, you know, new to, new to you and, you know, it takes practice. Trust me, it takes practice, but it's so worth it. This is literally the cheat code and you'll be surprised how well this works for you if you apply.
you know, learn shit, do shit, repeat shit. Don't just listen to something and then think, yep, that's it. That's locked in, ready to go. No, no, apply it, put it into action. That's how you learn. And that's how it stays in your memory. And you remember to keep doing it over and over again. You know, and before you ask or you question, like you've probably already done to me as well, (laughs) listening to this podcast, yes, you are intuitive. It is a part of being a human. Yes, we are, we we have a physical body. Yes, we are physical, but we're also emotional. We're also mental, energetic, and spiritual. When you balance these in the right place, that's when the magic happens. And people ask me, you know, why do you do this? Alice, like, why do you, why do you do this as a job? Like, you're in the financial markets, you're talking about spirituality and manifesting, like, why do you do it? And you know, there are so many reasons and it was a risk. I had zero experience, zero prior knowledge. I had no idea what I was doing. I was going into this blind. But I told myself I would figure it out on the way. And guess what? Your brain does everything it can to confirm what you've told it. You know, nothing is certain in life. But I'd rather die with hope than live without it. You know, you can turn your fear into personal power and unlock that potential you have inside of you, whether you realise it or not. You just need the right mentor. You need the right guidance. You know, knowledge is only potential power. The definition of power is the ability to act. Action is what unites every great success. And I see people fall at this very hurdle. They don't act on anything in life that can bring them all of this freedom. So if you'd like to work with me, I am on Instagram, alice.wearit, it's in my podcast profile, I would love to hear from you and you know, I'm sure you've got, you've gotten so much value from this episode, so please drop a follow, um, I really hope you've enjoyed this, there's just so much more I can talk about, but I just feel like I will be talking for hours, so <laughs> I have to split it up into multiple episodes, but yes, like I said, I really hope you've enjoyed this, um, I cannot wait to see you on the next episode, that'll be coming in about seven days, so have a beautiful day, please, please stay safe, and I will see you on the next episode. Ciao.